Hello, listener. My name is Jaxus, and welcome to The Law-Abiding Citizen, which is my brand new podcast. Uh, you guys have been asking for this for a while, and I will admit, at first I was a little skeptical, but uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. If you know me, and uh, have you, if you watched my content at all, you know that I am very, very interested in the lore of RuneScape 3. It's a very specific niche, but just <laughs> stay with me here. So, this podcast is here to bring you all of the in-depth lore and good, good things that I can't otherwise do in my YouTube series called Story Mode. Um, and, you know, sometimes I go on rants on my streams and whatnot, and, and this, is a, this is a good place just to, just to put all those rants, except this is more, slightly more structured? Slightly more structured than my rants on stream. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy giving it to you. I will say, before I begin, I want to give credit to Wazzy uh, for coming up with the term lore-abiding citizen. Thank you, Wazzy. I am forever in your debt. You know, I was having a little bit of trouble coming up with a name for this podcast just because there's so many good options out there. What am I going to call it? Zow Talk? That was a good one. I thought that might be a little too on the nose. Or Gibbook. <laughs> I like the term Gibbook. Uh, if you don't know what Gibbook means, you should stop by one of my streams sometimes. Because we'll be shouting it at the top of our lungs when the bosses don't give book. Anyway, uh, this podcast is going to be in its early stages for a little bit, um, so it's, I'm going to try my best just to talk about whatever comes to my mind, and I hope it's entertaining. It's been a lot of fun so far being able to make content for the RuneScape community, and this is just another way that I can give back to you all. Now, the thing is about the RuneScape lore, and well, let me just tell you what this podcast is exactly going to be about, because I mentioned it a little bit. It's going to be about in-depth lore, but how exactly is this going to work? Well, let me tell you. Every week, I'm going to be putting out one of these episodes. For patrons, this uh, episode will be released on Friday, and for the rest of you, on Mondays. So uh, patrons get a three-day uh, little sneak peek ahead of time of the podcast, uh, but this will be released to the public so you can enjoy it for free at your leisure. And so uh, every couple of episodes, I'm going to kind of be talking about um, maybe, let's say, for example, a specific race of characters uh, in the RuneScape community. So, like, um, what's the deal with werewolves? Uh, where do they come from? Why are they important? And why are they only, you know, consolidated to Canifis? Why are they only found there? Well, I'll talk about that in a whole podcast. Or what was the deal behind the vampires? I'm gonna Mauritania little egg crunch now. Or I can talk about the Barrows Bros, uh, the Majora, the Elder Gods, all sorts of things. And we can talk about uh, the different planets and how they affect the whole... Uh, there's so much to talk about with regards to the other planets that we haven't even seen, uh, different quests, maybe even going back through the quests, different gods, pretty much everything. Even bosses. Heck, we could talk about the uh, the new Elder God Wars dungeon that's coming out currently. Uh, by the time this... Um, episode is recorded. The Crocious Front has just been released, and we have been enjoying it very much. So if you're listening to it in the far, far future, and looking back at this like, ha, Jaxus, you're so old. You were talking about the lore since the Elder God Wars dungeon. Why, I can't even remember that dungeon. Well, you know, kudos to you, and we will get there soon. But for now, this this is all the lore that we're stuck with. Now, you're, you're probably wondering, Jax, why in the world are you so interested 
in the RuneScape lore. Well, I, I gotta tell you about this because it's just so dang cool. RuneScape's lore, I want to say, it's kind of quietly popular. It is popular, mind you. People love it. Oh, a good majority of the of the fan base likes the lore and, you know, it goes deep diving into it, and that's why I'm here. But it's quietly popular. When I first started my story mode series, I didn't think it would take off as much as it did, because I had just assumed that if people liked the lore, there would have been a story mode series already. And yet, when I when I came out with this with this story mode series, and people came out in droves saying, we've been waiting for content like this. We've been waiting for a lore series. And it took me by surprise because when you look at the RuneScape community, you don't really think of the lore at first. It's, it's not something you think of. You think of, oh yeah, maxing and maybe bossing and gold, money making. And that was the majority of the YouTube content that I saw. But when I got a reaction from the lore fan base behind RuneScape, I was shocked, honestly. And then there's the RuneScape art community discord that I'm a part of, and they like the lore. In fact, the lore section of the official RuneScape discord got so large and so out of control that they had to separate and make their own whole discord their own whole lore-related Discord, and I'm sure there's plenty more out there that even I haven't heard of. RuneScape's lore is popular. The only problem is that the loud majority of players kind of, I don't want to say speak up against the lore, but sometimes they're against the lore. A majority of the players um, who are loud and make their voices known typically don't care for the lore, and yet the lore is still ongoing. They still make quests. Uh, the God Wars dungeon still has huge connections to the lore. There's books, there's the master quest cape. People like the lore, and for people who don't like the lore, well, that's why I'm here, to give you the lore in a hopefully easy-to-digest uh, medium. That's, you know, that's what this podcast is about. That's what my YouTube channel is about. That's, that's what we're here for. I wouldn't say I'm the hugest lore hound in the fan base. In fact, there's still a lot that even I don't know about. So you're probably wondering, okay, Jax, it's great. Fine. Lore, fine. Great. Books, great. Your voice, absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Why exactly... Is this so popular? Well, listener, I am so glad you asked, because I have a couple of answers for you, actually. Why is it so popular? Because it's really not that bad. I wouldn't say it's the best story on planet Earth. There's always going to be a better story, a more well-written story, better written characters, but as, in terms of video game, especially MMORPG, lore and story goes, RuneScapes actually isn't that bad. In fact, I would say that RuneScapes quest series and its systems are actually somewhat unique among MMOs. Uh, say you have, for example, uh, Skyrim or World of Warcraft. Now, these two games I haven't actually played, but I've got loads of friends, and don't worry, I've done my research. I've done them. But what you usually see 
is things like fetch quests. So, ah, traveler, go find this thing and bring it back to me. Or slayer tasks, as we would call them in the RuneScape community. Go uh, defeat 15 orcs and come back here when you have done so. Thank you. We have those, obviously. We've got fetch quests. and We even have a slayer skill. It's not, it's not even a quest or a task. It's a, it's a whole skill. They've made it a part of the game officially. But as far as MMORPGs go, that is the norm for the quests, especially I play a lot of Wizard 101, uh, which is also a lot of go kill this many enemies or go grab this and bring it back to me. Whereas in RuneScape, you have clearly a lot of dialogue and a lot of reading, but also a lot of puzzles and problem solving and choices and oh, big giant mazes in the middle of the desert and unlocking new things and new prayers, new strats for the boss fights. It's it, they get so creative with the quests. They really do, especially in a in a medium that is very heavy upon fetch quests and slayer tests. You have to find new ways of entertaining your audience and delivering the story. And I think RuneScape does it pretty well, especially with their quests. And now you have other games too, like uh, say Overwatch or League of Legends, where the lore itself isn't actually in the game. All of the lore is outside of the game in cinematics or in books or comics or things like that. Uh, and then you have your single-player story-heavy games like Undertale or God of War, or the Assassin's Creed series, where everything is you are playing as the hero, going through this story that we have made for you, which is very popular nowadays. And that is, in my opinion, the best way to tell the story is in a single-player setting with, uh, you know, this whole mapped out, tell the story in one go, good, okay, moving on to the next story. RuneScape does a good job of combining all of them. It's an MMO, it's got your fetch quests, it's got your slayer tasks. Okay, great. It's got your lore outside of the game. RuneScape has books and other such things outside of the game. If you want to hear some of those narrations, I have a couple of them on my own channel that you can check out after this podcast. Uh, and if I don't know if you've noticed, but all of the quests in RuneScape thus far are very single-player heavy. They're not, with the exception of the old Shield of Arav quest, you don't really have group questing. That is a thing, but it, it's not... It's not as much a thing anymore as it used to be. They're kind of, and I say they, but I mean Jagex, is kind of heading back towards the you are the world guardian, the hero of this land, and this is how you are going to be shown what's going on in the world. And so it, it kind of combines the single-playerness of the actual quest series while also giving you, the reader or the player, uh, different things to look at throughout the world that maybe your player character doesn't even know about. So you could read about... Lord Draken fighting as an Adra in an old Zerosian temple, but your character may not never know that. There's just so much lore to know about, and I, I just think it's great. The other thing that RuneScape uh, does pretty well is kind of a given with its status as an MMORPG in that it's a build-your-own-adventure. Right, So it's an open world game that you can play at your own pace. You can choose which quests you do first, which, okay, I'm going to talk about that later because I got some choice words to say about questing and, and the timeline and oh, don't even get me started. Don't get me started. Don't do it. I'm warning you. 
all right, fine, I'm going to talk about it. But it you can kind of go at your own pace and choose your own adventure. That's what it is. And <laughs> one of the um, a statement I like to use often, especially when talking with some artists and other OC builders is, I reject canon and substitute my own. Which means basically that RuneScape is kind of open enough that you can say, okay, so that in my headcanon doesn't happen. I am instead going to do this. Now, you may not be able to do that in the game itself, but no one's going to stop you from doing that with your player character. Like you just can. It's in your head. If you want to write about it, you can. And you can if you want to draw about it, you can. And it it's just wonderful for that because it presents you with this world and it presents you with choices, saying, Okay, do you want to be a hero? Yes? Okay, here's some quests that you can do to prove yourself to be a hero. And once you become a hero, oh no, look out, now you've got enemies. Oh, Sliske, Majorat, oh no, Elder Gods, ah, uh, but if you don't want to be a hero, heck, you can go out and just uh, start fighting bosses. You can fight monsters. You can go chop some trees. Here's a hatchet, kid. Have fun. Things like that. What I've noticed over the years is that media tends to get very popular when you can insert yourself into the narrative. Uh, take, for example, Harry Potter. Harry Potter is this wildly popular, you know, book series turned into a movie series. But what you've noticed from people is that you can basically create your own self as a character within the Harry Potter universe. Which house are you? Are you a Gryffindor or a Slytherin or a, you know, this or that? You can insert yourself into the narrative. What kind of wand would you have? Ooh, what would you do at Hogwarts? Oh, things like that. That's why Minecraft is so popular, because you can basically create your own narrative and just insert yourself into it. It presents you with a blank slate of the world and you can go from there. The world is yours, the story is yours. It's just, it works that way. And that's why MMOs are, at least used to be popular. They are, still are popular in that you can just walk around, do whatever you want. Uh, RuneScape just happens to pre present a very good story alongside of doing whatever it is that you do in RuneScape. And that's that's why it gets so popular, is that you can just, you can take the lore that's presented to you and you can mold it in any way you see fit. For example, with my own character, Jaxus, I would say, oh, so she's from this town, she's this many years old, and she likes this, this, and this. You may not be able to see that in the main game, but I can do that because the game is open enough and allowing enough for, for me to do that. It's great. This also comes along with my next point, which is the illusion of choice. And you see this a lot, especially in MMOs like RuneScape, where um, they have a set storyline for you to follow. However, they still want to make it open enough where you feel like you're contributing something or you're at least choosing your own path here. But it's a kind of an illusion. It's a trick of mirrors and whatnot. This is a bit of a hot topic throughout the game, especially in the lore community, because of the way the RuneScape has handled this illusion of choice. The game kind of allows you to quote-unquote choose, quote-unquote how it will end, unquote, in several ways. The uh, Jagex has kind of dropped off from that a little bit, and we've definitely seen that from the Battle of the Monolith, especially spoilers, by the way, when Zeros leaves. And uh, for Zerosian players, what are you gonna do? You, there's nothing you can do to prevent that. It just kind of happens. You can, however, uh, decide how your character is going to react. 
But other than that, that is just how the story goes. Like I said, there's a lot less of this now, but back in the day, especially with Sliske's Endgame and with the God Emissaries, you still have a bit of a choice. You can choose uh, which path to follow, you can choose which quest to do. You still have some choice, but in the end, the whole narrative is already written. It is already played out for you, and so that you can choose to follow it, or you cannot. And so there's, there's a bit of a, um, it's a double-edged sword, this choice factor that they're introducing in that you can very easily choose not to go the path that they want you to go, and so they're only giving you options that, that they want you to follow, essentially. This is neither good nor bad, I think. It's just what happens when you have an MMO and you want people to follow the storyline that you have written out for them. That's just how it happens. One thing I do like about RuneScape especially, though, is that there is no true good side versus evil side. I I am definitely kind of making a reference to World of Warcraft here, where you have your Horde versus your Alliance. This used to be the case back with RuneScape when it first came out. You know, you have Saradomen, you have Zamorak, and you have Guthix, the god of order, Saradomen, the god of chaos, Zamorak, and the god of balance, Guthix. And so you could choose one of those three to follow, but in the beginning it was kind of presented as Saradomen is the good god, Zamorak is the bad god, and Guthix is the guy in between. Cool. It, so RuneScape kind of started out this way of good versus evil, but it has since grown so far more complex, where now they're fleshing out personalities and introducing new subplots and uh, giving your own character some questionable decisions. Are you the good guy or are you the bad guy when it comes to Karapak, essentially? What they're trying to do, at least, Jagex is trying to do, is introduce the concept of being morally gray. And they tried to do this with Saradomen a lot, and he's the most prevalent example, so I'm going to be talking about him. But uh, in the beginning, he's presented as this good god, and then once you get to know him, he's this, oh, he's a jerk, he's a bad guy, he bad, bad guy, don't associate yourself with Saradomen, nope, he's, he, look at him, he's done bad things, he's bad guy, don't think he's a good guy. And then people started taking it too far and being like, well, no one likes Saradomen anymore because he's a full-on jerk. And now with the most recent lore, they're starting to uncover, okay, wait, no, hang on, everyone, chill. Look, look, Saradomen is, is also a good guy. He has good motivations. He has good ideas. In fact, he is wise. That is his you know, calling card. He's the god of wisdom. And so they're finally starting to balance this concept of being morally gray, where characters will make a decision seem good, make another decision seem bad. It's just they're more complex instead of just being good and being bad. And now you have, you know, more than Saradomen. You have Zamorak, you have Zeros, and you have Saren. And who Who's good? Who's bad? We thought Saren was going to be good. We thought Zeros was going to be good. Neither of them are turning out very well. And this is something I'm also going to be talking about later. But, you know, I, my point still stands in that lately RuneScape has become very much more complex in terms of character development and uh, not becoming so white versus black or light versus dark. Everything is very kind of gray in the middle. And you know what? I actually kind of like that. There are times when you're going to want to want to have your stereotypical good guy versus bad guy. And we still have that. Oh, don't worry. We still have plenty of that in RuneScape. But I do admire how Jagex is trying to 
introduce uh, more complexity into their story. And the problem with this is that you're going to have to get into this lore at some point, and with its com increasing complexity, it's starting to get hard to get into. But that's why I'm here. That's what I'm going to help you with. But we need to start working harder a little bit in order to get people properly into the lore. And that's also another thing that I want to talk about eventually is uh, the quest requirements for certain things such as the Elder God War series. But you can see the lore everywhere, and like even in PVM, even in skilling, heck, even in fashionscape, it's everywhere. RuneScape is one of those games that does not brush its lore off to the side, and neither should you. Like a lot of MMOs are doing today, they're just kind of brushing the story off to the side, or it's a very small part where the focus is more on the combat, or the skilling, or the graphics, or the, um, you know, the multiplayer version of it, you know, it's never about the story, whereas RuneScape, it may have an emphasis on the skills and the PVM and whatnot, the problem is all of them, and I mean all of them, are linked to the lore in some way or some fashion, and I'm so excited to talk about it because it's just terribly, terribly interesting. And that's why you should care. That is why you should care. I know, that was going to be your next question. I can read your mind. Jaxus, why should I care about the lore? Because it's cool. That's why. And it's terribly interesting. And it will also help you make sense of what's going on in RuneScape right now. What's going on with the Elder God Wars dungeon? Why are all these things popping up? What is archaeology and what does it mean for RuneScape? Why did Anachronia show up here? What's going on with the Ark? All of those things and more you're going to have to keep listening for because I am about to take you on a wild ride through RuneScape and all of its little nooks and crannies with all the lore goodness and it's going to be great and I'm super excited. So like I said, this is my brand new podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to this very first episode, just kind of talking about the RuneScape lore and why you should care about it. It's fascinating. You should, and it's everywhere, and it's so different from any other game that's out there. Okay, I wouldn't say any other game, but you know, it, it's pretty unique. I, 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 I feel like this game is pretty unique as far as lore and things go. I do want to thank you so much for listening. <laughs> if you're still here, I was kind of worried that I wouldn't be able to drag this on for as long as I did, but I think this is a, uh, this is a good time for uh, the podcast, or at least uh, a good length. That's what I mean by time. A good length for a podcast. Anyway, if you guys have anything you want me to talk about or have any suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to uh, DM me in Discord or even here or on my Twitter or wherever you may see me at all. If you have not uh, watched my story mode series on YouTube, uh, please go and watch that. It'll help you go through the earlier quests a lot more, and I'm working on episodes as we speak. That is youtube.com uh, slash c slash jaxis with one x and two y's. Don't forget it. One x, two y's. You got it? Okay, good. Oh, also, you can become a patron on my Patreon for early access to these podcasts uh, three days early. So these podcast episodes, again, go live Fridays for patrons and Mondays for everybody else. So if you want more content like this, you better speak up. 
because <laughs> I'm going to be here for a little bit. Uh, I, I really hope you've enjoyed today. I've enjoyed talking to you guys. This is nice. This is a good way to, for me to get my thoughts out and just to talk to you guys. Uh, I hope this has helped you learn at least a little bit, and I will see you next time.